Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of The Modern Jeeper Show. What does a woman really want? And she's standing there waiting, and this guy shows up with this little box like it's going to be a ring, and then that disappears, and then he hands her a gas can. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she really wants. The Modern Jeeper Show. The show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt's from Medical Care, and welcome to episode 168 of the Modern Jeepers Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Last week was a crazy one for all of us, but Corey and Jesse are back at Modern Jeeper Compound after another amazing Modern Jeeper adventure in Moab. But there's no rest for the wicked, as they only get a day of relaxation before hitting the road again for the next leg of CTI Tour 2022. Now I'm back at MC World Headquarters, keeping the seats warm and recovering from another great Memorial Weekend sale. So we talked dark music, talk gun, Moab mud, side-by-side, and that lack of manners, BLM drones, virtual signaling on Memorial Day, and what's next in the world of the modern Jeeper. By the way, if you like this episode, please share with your friends and give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. As always, we're extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Desktop, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cook. So sit back, relax for the cold one, and enjoy episode number 168 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matson from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, Rockstar Jeep Girl, Jesse. Hey. You guys must be rested, relaxed, and raring to go, huh? Totally. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, you know, we've we've been home for almost 24 hours. Um, oh, that's plenty of time. Yeah. And, and you slept the entire time, right? It, of course. Of course. Uh, and, uh, and now we're leaving uh, in the morning. So... Yeah, and where are you heading? We're headed uh, to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Couple of jobber stops, a CTI event this weekend, um, and then after that, we'll head uh, back up to Kansas and meet up with our friends at Four by Four Land and mm. their Jeeparama event. Ooh, Jeeparama! 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 Jeeparama sounds like a song. <laughs> like, like what is it? Was it uh, some of the, them? One of the '80s songs, the Jeeparamas. <laughs> Yeah, a <laughs> bunch of girls. Jeeparama, You know, if country guys can do uh, can do Jeep, so pop, bubblegum pop can do Jeep too. So bubblegum right. pop. Is bubblegum pops even a thing anymore? Is that like so 80s? Like, can you, is it? Bubblegum pop. I don't bubble know. Gum. I, I don't no, know I think now today, all gum. the pop music today is like the, the Billie Eilish. It's all sad and depressing. At least yeah, back in the so, 80s. 
So we're working around the house today. We're, we're getting, uh, you know, laundry done, trying to clean a little bit. And, and uh, I had it on um, iTunes, their, their um, alternative kind of playlist. Oh my God. It was sad and depressing. He was in the mood. All new music, but it was just so, wow. I, yeah. I want to just go play in traffic. <laughs> you know, I got two things to that. One was the latest, the latest Batman movie. I think I'd mentioned this before. The latest Batman movie is the most depressing, sad, dark, horrific piece of junk I've ever seen. I mean, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Like the whole, like the, you know, the, sure, sure. The dark Knight was like going back to origins. That was kind of more realistic. Right. right. This one's like going back to even more, like more realistic. What a, what, a, you know, some effed up dude getting like who has a lot of money might do. Right. That's kind of what it seemed like, but it was such, you know, the reason that Marvel does so well, it's, it's all about superheroes uplifting and being happy and powerful positive. and doing great positive. It's, it's, you go, wow, wouldn't it be cool to live in a world like that? Even with all the shit going on. Yeah. Half the world disappeared when Spano snapped his fingers, but you know, the other half were pretty happy <laughs> like, <it was laughs> right. like, and it all came back and it worked out. Well, not in this world it's like this this batman is so it, it was raunchy and depressing the guy himself i mean he he was it was just that's all he, i just i felt like afterward i felt like i needed to go take a shower i was just dirty was sad <laughs> so have, have you seen top gun yet no we're scheduled to see it on thursday at 11 15 i think it's when all the kids nice. are either be in school or able to be like it's gonna be a date with my wife and i we're gonna go see the movie and everything I've heard about it is like the exact opposite of what I just described is uplifting, positive, yes. strong. And that, and that's, same thing. We, we've heard nothing but good. We, we can't wait to see it. And of course, um, they did. I, th I think that and for the way the media promotes it is that Tom Cruise is the one who held it and said, no, this needs to be seen in a in a in a large theater um, with great sound and that kind of mm. things. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I, um I'm but everything I've heard about so far about what Cruz did for the crew, what Cruz did for the actors to make sure every one of them were winning, that he he worked with everybody. He designed the training program. He pushed it forward. I mean, it's just it's a testament to what he is able to do and the fact that he's never been selfish about what he does. Right. Right. And that he's just been great. And now the, the articles over the weekend, one of them was that even though the like, uh, what was it? Um uh, Doctor Strange, you know, huge blowout, $240 million weekend. Tom Cruise managed to make a movie that is not about superheroes that is getting rave reviews and high dollar amounts. So that's that's a, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I think the nostalgia of Top Gun in and of itself, I mean, oh, my God, it's been around. Oh, every, every, you know, it's, what's funny it's is part the, of the, life. The, the original, exactly, the original affected and touched so many people from so many different ages that the sequel and and i'm already hearing now there are they're already like oh yeah we're gonna make another one so um <laughs> it's funny i yeah there's not very many sequels that do as well as the original and mm -hmm. this one touched so many people and and so it's it's cool i i'm excited i can't wait to go yeah we are too it's gonna be awesome and and, and just the fact that i know some people that know tom personally um and so i do not know tom personally i don't have like that close of a connection i can't make a phone call say hey let's go get but I know people who do know him personally. And he still uh, lives in Telluride. Well, he still has a house in Telluride. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go visit. Go hunt just, him down. <laughs> yeah, you hunt him down, just hang out up front with a Jeep. <laughs> just, yeah. put, just put crews on the side. Um, 
but and it's just he is that way like he is just genuinely about helping people and genuinely and he didn't want to do this movie until they had the right story and, and when they heard it, it went like wow that actually works like it's it's maverick when i understand it's maverick continuing to be maverick it's not like yes. he he didn't change or, or or alloy alloy his integrity at all he didn't try to become something different just to succeed he just he's still in himself and that's that's cool yeah and sure. then then the whole thing about val kilmer right like right have you heard about the um about the artificial intelligence being used to the ai in order to be used in order for him to voice oh no so he can't speak right he's like he lost his, his with a throat cancer or whatever it was or um he lost his ability to speak so in order for him to be in the movie um a, a i believe it's an english company came together with some software where they sampled tens and thousands of clips of him speaking. The uh, artificial intelligence software took that all together and created a voice for him and then simply read the script out according to what it was. So he's acting in the role, but it, no voice coming out of him. It is the artificial intelligence creating the voice. Wow. And, and it was so effective for him. And it was so, he was so impressed by it. He is now using that himself in order to Speak. communicate like that's, that's awesome. his, he's using that software himself all that created because Cruz insisted that kilmer be a part of the new movie that's cool that's really yeah. cool yeah yeah so anyway i'm excited it's gonna be awesome but what a positive thing i i read something i saw a meme you may have seen this meme pop around when you're talking about all the crap going on all the pressing music and stuff and the meme was things are so bad that the u.s government just admit, admitted that there are ufos and nobody cares. <laughs> right. And nobody cares. And, no, and everybody's nobody's like, yeah, whatever. Cares. Yeah, whatever. Not important. Although, didn't we see the meme like back in 2020 that about November 2020, the aliens were going to come? And that was just the next stage yep. of what was going to happen. So, yeah, it's just, it's just craziness. But you're right. The music is just like down. It's just like. It's it, just different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I hopefully that doesn't play into everybody's. I mean, you know, we, we just spent three days in. in uh, wonderful Moab, Utah, but I feel like we haven't even, I mean, we've had so many active events and, and such a busy schedule the last few weeks. I don't know. I, I feel like Jeep beach ran into Jeep jam, ran into overland expo West, <laughs> which ran into Moab. Um, what a, what a great, great group though. And, and what a good time we did have some, uh some interesting weather yeah yeah uh, but yeah that's like i've never um, like you sent a picture a little video showing like just tires like with three inches of mud on them what, <laughs> how how bad was that out there the so the the final day which was sunday um we actually split the group there was a couple of people that had already been up to top of the world and um so i decided to split off uh, jesse took part of the group up top of the world and the rest of us went out in dome plateau and uh we knew there was a chance of rain um but but wow i mean the skies <laughs> we got all the seasons we had we had all the seasons in about four hours literally yeah. from from rain to sleet <laughs> to hail to snow wow um and it it opened up i mean it it, it really just the luckily we weren't in any areas where, um, I mean, being on top of the world and being on some of the <laughs> overlooks on Dome Plateau, um, there was a lot of lightning in the air. 
and uh, mm -hmm. you could feel the electricity mm -hmm. and whatnot but uh i got zapped on my head through my cap i had a ball cap on you know they have the little metal yeah, yeah, on yeah. the little button i told when everybody was getting out we were careful and watching but you could hear the thunder lightning you can feel the charge i was like don't touch your jeep just let's hurry up get our pictures and get out but i was leading everybody up to the top mm. and then on the last jeep oh my god so the lightning it was charged you could hear it through everybody's antenna and then the little button on the top of my hat buzzed me on the top of my scalp and Ooh. i was like oh wow yeah i was <laughs> oh, no. i was getting oh. plummeted pummeled by hell sleet snow all of it all of it that, that wasn't was lightning that wasn't lightning that was the aliens Something. right yeah, yeah for sure you're we got some your, pretty cool pictures though tinfoil so. cap see yeah. tin tinfoil lined underneath right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so everybody will have to um in the next uh this next week or so we should have um a, probably a two-part story up on modernjeeper.com with a ton of images um from what the adventure was like the 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 bentonite clay outside of moab um pretty much east of moab when that stuff gets wet and and that's and that's what you saw was it it doesn't take a lot of moisture but i gotta tell you that stuff is like it's like driving on grease and then it when it dries up and hardens it's like concrete wow that stuff is is nasty so yeah i think <laughs> oh, i was no. at the car wash i spent like an hour at the car wash and i got about 75 percent of it off wow ow yeah. Well, you shouldn't. You, we shouldn't have gone to the car wash. You gone down and got a hammer and chisel. Uh, it all I, off then. I was feeling really bad because I knew the guys that own the car washes in Moab had to be just like, oh. <laughs> right, because all this stuff drains off of you and then goes into their drains and then clogs up. Everybody yeah. was at right. the car wash with tons yeah. of mud laying around. So oh, yeah, man. that's okay. You had uh, what, what was that like twenty bucks? <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> it was card? exactly. Was it the Quaker exactly, State one? Twenty bucks on the credit card. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it. Um, and and you know it's funny. I mean, we we ran into there. Uh, we've talked about this in the past. We've we were in Moab for Memorial Day weekend, which is a busy weekend uh, for tourism. But we we had really good luck on the trails. I have to bring this up to our Jeep community. The ATVs and the side by sides continue to do and act the wrong way. We had seen a couple of groups that were very courteous and were abiding by, you know, tread lightly rules and standards. Even on the first day, the majority of the, the, the vehicles that we saw both days were all side-by-sides. I mean, it was, it was kind of crazy. But these guys, I don't know what we're gonna do. There's gotta be some, either some education, there are continuing to be arguments and fights on the trails. These guys think they own the trail. They get impatient when there's a group because they want to go fast and they want to tear stuff up. And then when they get impatient, what happens is they leave the trail, they go off, they create their own trail, have no idea, no respect for what they're doing. Um, it's, it's really unfortunate. And I don't know how it's ever going to change. Well, it'll change when that they keep going down that path. And then finally, one of those senators comes out and says, yeah, I think I'm in favor of a wilderness area. 
I mean, the only reason there's not a wilderness area out there in Moab is because the senators of the state of Utah have said, no, we don't want it. But if it keeps going down that path, eventually somebody like Mitt Rodney goes, yeah, you know, I'm an environmentalist. Why not? And then start supporting it. Then we won't be able to do anything out there because it'll That's be right. off. Then we, we'll all lose. It won't be just, hey, we're going to eliminate side-by-sides. It'll become wilderness and we will not be able to use motorized recreation out there at all. Well, mechanized at all, even that bicycles, bicycles not be allowed. Nothing mechanized would be allowed except for only use you and your two feet and a walking stick. Yep. And fencing. Yeah. Because people still walk off the trail and disturb. Even with fencing, people are climbing around the fences and tearing them down. Yeah. All of it. It's pretty sad. And and I don't know what the solution is because they get very argumentative and want to fight. And it's very disheartening. The reality is not a lot of people are bringing their own UTVs, right? right. A lot of people are renting yep. and there's two things that can happen. One GPS exists, right? And you can put a GPS in every one of those UTVs mapped with all the existing trails that we know to exist. Cause those all exist. And there could be a penalty paid by the, the renter that if you go off of these trail points, this is it. There's a problem Two. It is part, and it's part of that agreement. Like, listen, there needs to be education. We all know that we do the best we can to educate Jeepers. But somebody needs to be educating those, whether, you know, whether it's, we know Jeremy at Outlaw does a pretty good job of this, but educating those people that are coming like, Hey, before you, this is great. You're going to rent this, but before you go out, okay, you have to watch this, you know, 10 minute video, this 15 minute video, or this is it. I mean, you got to understand, and you can't just simply tell somebody, no, don't do it. You have to explain to them why. That's right. So when we were in Florida and got a kayak out to go see the manatees, we had to sit in a room and watch a video on what we could and couldn't do in a kayak out right. in the open water like and it that's, was that's, it was great yeah and there's nothing new about that that's standard like you you want to yes. teach people right you want to train them you want to keep them for their own safety and for the safety of others you know when yeah. D- doug t- tells a story about when he borrowed he rented a jeep out there years ago nobody told him what to do he didn't know what he was supposed to do he didn't know what four low was he went faster right. everything he went right. normal speeds and he broke the jeep but Everyone, every it is part of the the challenge we have, and why we have skills days and other things that we have to communicate out to others. But one, we need to be teaching these people now. If they get that type of indoctrination at the time of rent, when somebody corrects them on the trail, they're less likely to be argumentative because all it is is reminding them of what they just learned, you know, well, twenty minutes and, ago, an hour ago. And even our friend Jeremy, who had a group out up on the Moab Rim on Sunday, fourteen guys in side-by-sides approached him and jeremy told me that he thought this is how it ends for me and these guys were tearing things up and 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 not in not doing the right thing and jeremy ended up getting into a, in a in a verbal fight with these guys and he was up there leading a group and here's a guy who does this for a living and these side-by-side guys are willing to it's all about the numbers right we, we don't care who you are or what you say. We can do what we want. And what are you going to do? It's it's really unfortunate. And and I, I'm hoping that our, our off-road community can kind of, if you guys know these guys with side-by-sides, and hopefully you guys are all in communication. And I know there we, we had a couple of groups that were very courteous. Um, they understood. They were doing the right thing. But I think that's rare. And the more we see people out using the trails, um, I think that's becoming more common is the uneducated. So, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it just it happens more now. The other flip side of that is you just have some BLM needs to have a big drone army, and then all a guy named Jeremy has to do is hit a little button, and a drone goes up there, fully armed, comes down, lights on it, yeah, and just with the big lights right on it. Big, you imagine like this four foot big drone that right. aren't armed comes over and drones at you. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Like, move on. Your You're violating. Your yeah, yeah, you've been ticketed. Robocop. I mean, even Jesse was like, you know, she was going to take some pictures of these guys that were going off trail. A lot of the the vehicles that don't run down through downtown don't have license plates on them. They're they're so similar. You you can't tell one of these these um, four seaters apart from another. You know, so and they've all they've all got the same flags anymore. They've all got the same buggy whips on them. Um, they're all the same colors. So it, it's really hard to tell them apart. What are you going to do? Take a picture and say, "Hey, these guys were were acting inappropriately." Who's going to? Well, you know, that? there's there's a whole other thing. Like, if you know, if you want to be able to have a side by side in Moab, yes, you don't have to run around a license plate, but you have to register it. You have to register it, and you get a flag, right? And here's your flag, and your flag is numbered. You turn the flag in when you're done. But this is, you know, you you there's a registration process. All of the renters should have numbers on their rigs that are highly visible, whether it's a number on top of the rig or whatever. There's there's little things that can be done that I hate to say it, regulation, but it's due preventative regulation now so you don't have um, reactive regulation later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... But, that's, but it is. It's, <coughs> well, outside of that, so you guys had fun, um, had a big group, they, so they enjoyed themselves? Yeah, absolutely. And it was kind of fun even, um, and I'll, I'll throw out even some some folks from our group who were actually doing the right things. It was so cool on the radio to hear, Hey, hold up a second. I'm stopping and I'm picking up some trash. And we had had these wow. conversations mm -hmm. before we left after our driver's meeting in the morning and, and people were stopping. And I said, you know, these trails should be cleaner than, than when we uh, arrived and they were stopping and picking up trash. We had a couple of folks who after our event uh, went South and South of town, and wanted to explore some of the the outerlying areas that were permit required. They went to the BLM and they got a permit in order to go visit those areas. I mean, wow, that kind cool. of stuff is is means uh, uh, it's it's part of that responsible Jeeper modern Jeeper attitude, and uh, it was really cool. I mean, I think everybody had a, a great time. We saw a little bit of everything, kind mm -hmm. of the, the highlight show of of what Moab has to offer. And uh, there's only two rigs out of our group that had ever even been to Moab before, so it was wow, fun. wow, yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody had a great time. Miss Joel, Miss Joel, and I know there were some things that I needed to get done for you last week, and I didn't do it, and I apologize. But um, but uh, we were a little busy. We had to fly out to Tennessee. <laughs> it has been a whirlwind of a season, yeah. and we're all yeah. still dealing with. Um, you know, the ability mm -hmm. to get things when we think we can get them and then yeah. we can't get them. And yeah. I mean, it, it's, and it's stupid stuff. It's, it's small things that all of a sudden become, oh, well, you know, that's, that's back ordered or, or whatever. <laughs> right. So like, oops. Um, ah, yep. The yeah. Small things. Yeah. Like what was back ordered last week was my head. My brain was back. <laughs> um, so next event is Tillamook, which is, yes. um, it's only a month away, but it's just over a month away, but it's only a month away. Like, holy, right. For Jesus. It's coming up fairly quick. And because yeah. 4th of July is in the middle of that for the folks that, that haven't registered, uh, there's, there's two folks that I think that were from Moab 
um, that are looking at Tillamook pretty hard. Mm -hmm. And you should probably register sooner rather than later, mm -hmm. because I think we're, we're approaching some of those, um, those numbers. So mm -hmm. yeah, if you guys have been contemplating Tillamook, it's such a cool area to, to go run around on the beach for a day, to go run up in the hills for a day. There's a couple of badge trails up there. It's a really cool event. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is. I'm just thinking about like, I just laid, I just sat down with the calendar last night cause my kids are on summer vacation now. And I just, you know, I relegated them to camps all, all month. So, you know, the next two weeks are in one camp, then they're in another camp, then they're in another camp, then they got a week <sighs> off. Then we go to Lincoln City for two weeks, and part of that is is, is Tillamook. And that first weekend at Tillamook, where we're all at Tillamook, we're actually going to be also at Overland Expo Pacific Northwest, yes. which means my truck will not be with me in Tillamook. My truck's oh. going to be at Pacific Northwest Overland Expo. I don't know yet know what I'm driving. I might, I might, I might have um, our JLU or our JKU one of those two but i think i might be the jlu just because it's better to flat toe that than to try to flat flat toe the cloak three mm -hmm. cloak three doesn't like that very much um but then then from there it's like then okay then there's two more camps like i'm just shoving our kids in the camp all summer that's their that's their summer camp 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 and then all of a sudden it's back to school so it's funny Good thinking point. of those terms like summer lasts two months and it's done <sighs> then we're back to work <laughs> <laughs> the kids yeah i mean I, that's got to be I mean, that's beneficial for them and you guys. Right. Yes. Sanity. Sanity comes one <laughs> camp at a time. Ugh, sanity comes one camp at a time. So, well, it's awesome. I mean, hey, you know, I've just got this still sitting on my desk. These are the little patches that Corey made. If you haven't seen these, the modern Jeep awesome. Adventure patches, awesome. patches, which I just, I don't have anything to patch it to. Well, hey, almost stuck there. Oh, there, there you go. go. There you oh, go. Look at that. <laughs> it sticks to, I wonder if it stick to that. Nah, no. All right. No, it's it's actually sticking to the M. There you go. Oh, right, because the little threads in the, the M. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. funny. That's got it. So modern Jeep Adventures, guys, we have we have two confirmed more events, which is Tillamook coming up and then San Juan's is coming up. That's selling out too. Uh the Rubicon event is on, is slated. But as usual with the Rubicon event, we wait till the very last minute because there's a lot of variables can get in the way from it happening. The Rubicon is obviously an incredibly popular trail. A lot of different groups involved. There's more politics related now to permitting and the whole process. So, um, and everything it takes to do it. We are committed to doing it this year, but as always, like last year was going to happen, then there was the fires. So we have so much we have to deal with when it goes, goes that, that we, we haven't pulled the trigger and let you said, Hey guys, go ahead and register. We want to make sure that at the very last minute, we do know many of you have contacted us and reached out to us about being out there. And we have you down penciled down as the first ones we will contact. Um, one at a time, please. I did have somebody reach out to us and said, Hey, I've got a group of six. I'm like, yeah, no, we, it's one person. One person <laughs> reaches out, registers for one vehicle and then do that. So, um, but it is on part of the goal. Um, and we, we will be, um, I'll be working on the front end of the website here the next week as well. We'll get the uh, Death Valley trip that'll happen in November. We'll also be going live. We'll confirm those dates, make sure that's, um, that's up there as well. So people should be able to start planning and, and not, you know, I, I, I had some feedback from some of the folks from Moab. You know, a lot of people have to plan their schedules in like January and February and uh, for the year. And that's really hard for folks like all of us to remember and go, mm -hmm. wait, what? A year? I haven't. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow. Uh, mm -hmm. So 
yeah, so we'll get those dates up as well. And, um, you know, and, and maybe the Rubicon trip, who knows? Who knows what that'll look like? If we can pull it, pull it off, pull it together, and there's enough people, we'll do two trips. But we haven't even confirmed the dates yet. So once we do that, we'll be sure to let everybody know. And um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I know that there's a lot of demand to get out there. And, and this year, like we saw in Moab, there's a lot of people that want to go and get out. Fuel prices don't seem to be affecting folks as much as we would have thought. No, only in California where it's seven dollars a gallon. That yeah, you. yeah, yuck. More than yeah. minimum wage. This is the article I saw today. Really? Well, out here, it's minimum wage is fifteen dollars. Minimum wage out there. Minimum wage out here is fifteen dollars. So you well, know, they were saying it was seven twenty-five, which I knew, but yeah, but that's still half yeah, of your wage almost. Exactly, so. exactly. It's, just, it's it, crazy. You, you you work you work an hour to pay for a half a gallon or two gallons of gas or something, right? Yeah. There has been some really funny stuff on social <laughs> media, like the whole, you know, what do you get your? What does a woman really want? And she's standing there waiting, and this guy shows up with this little box, like it's going to be a ring, and. And that disappears, and then he hands her a gas can. <laughs> right. That's what she really wants. Listen, guys, we're not yet at the point, but if anybody are old enough to remember the the late seventies and and the gas crisis of the seventies, when there were lines and lines, and you would wait in line to just try to get some fuel because, and it was ridiculous prices, and it was huge scarcity, right? And you, what's happening now is that same thing. And it's it's happening in reverse because we have the resources. The biggest oil field in the world is um, up in Alaska. And it's currently, and it's also the biggest in North America. And half of it was cut off, like literally about a month or so ago. Half of it was sold by the uh, Department of the Interior that, that nope, you can't, you can't drill there anymore. Sorry, half of that. So that's not expanding resources, that's reducing resources. And the additional rules that have been put in place keep reducing and reducing supply. By the Biden administration keeps reducing supply and reducing supply. They're not increasing supply, right? They want us to continue to buy from other countries. They want us to have to buy uh, baby formula from Switzerland, right? It's it's it is a it's a crazy thing to think of that we are starting to be like a third world country, not only in the way that some of our cities are right now. Yeah, I saw recently saw statistics. I'm going to drop up an all totally different tangent here. Recently saw a statistic and uh, about gun violence in America, and the if you were to remove the major cities, Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, some of the major cities that have gun violence, Washington, D.C., you would actually, we would go from being one of the top countries in the world for gun violence to one of the bottom countries in the world for gun violence. It's our major cities that are contributing to that. That's the sad part about it, right? And of course, you know, a moment of of thought and prayer for the families and the lives that have been lost recently within this insane gun violence created by insane individuals, um, not by a society, not by a committee, not by a party, but by insane individuals who went out and did these evil, evil acts. And they may them, may they burn and roast in hell for as long as possible. But we're not, we're sitting in a society where, where it seems to be like it's acceptable for, for some gang member to walk up and shoot some other gang member in Chicago, right? And to me, that's unacceptable. 
right? It's unacceptable for us to have the 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 high prices. It's unacceptable for us to have additional crime. It's unacceptable for us to have homeless all over the place. It's unacceptable for us to have gang violence on gang violence. It's unacceptable for us to have you know thousands and hundreds of thousands of people crossing over our border um, with no accountability, letting the people that have been trying to do it legally. Uh, to suffer. It's unacceptable for all of these things to happen in our country. And yet somehow, like I said earlier, there are UFOs confirmed and yet nobody cares because everything else is going on and just making our life kind of crazy. All right, I'm off my soapbox. <clears throat> no, I, 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 um, I think that hits home for so many people and, um, you know, our, our current direction, who knows where, where our next, how did we get here? And I, I, think we were, um, I don't know. Well, it's an electric year, election year. So get out there and vote. You know, I don't care how you vote. I just want you to vote, participate in the system, right? Go out and participate in the system. Maybe you'll make the changes that need to be made by voting the right people in, uh, to make those changes, both at the local level, look at your school boards and at the uh, national level, right? And, uh, congressmen, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of changes going to happen this year. Only if the people you elect in make the change. Listen, I'm a Republican. Everybody knows I'm a Republican. And I was so disappointed with some of those congressional groups and stuff that were out there that we elected in. Like, you're in power. Do what you said that you can do. Oh, wait. Oh, you don't know how to do anything? Oh, you suck. <laughs> yeah. And well, that, that's the bad part, right? I mean, everybody, the, the bad part about it is we all believe what we're told. And that tends to never go quite that way. Right. Um, I know what I was told. And it was turned out to be true. I mean, I mean, it's it's simple, right? I mean, I, I think about even the um, I don't know, following instructions in any any form of how to vote, how to install a lift, how to put on a bumper, how to, uh, I, I mean, you know, we 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 expect and we we think that people will understand. Um, written instructions and and sometimes instructions are written poorly. I, I don't. I'm not saying that at all. But we 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 tend to not communicate enough. I think sometimes in order to really convey the message. I mean, we we had we just got done with our big giveaway a week and a half ago. Um, and yes. it, did it go the way we want? I don't know if it did. We had a really good turnout. We gave away a lot of cool stuff. But again, it's like, oh, you know what this causes us to do is to kind of go back and go, hey, we, we need to uh, make sure that it's very, very clear because we had some folks reach out to us and go, um, I don't know if I'm entered. I don't know if I'm not. When was I supposed to respond? That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, the interesting one was the um, sorry, I'll <coughs> cough here um, was the I got a message from somebody literally was. And this is the ungrateful part that I kind of like sometimes flabbergast you, but you know, that's people have opinion. like, Oh, some company, literally the message was some company. Like I didn't find out until this evening that you did your giveaway. That was 24 hours live. Like you didn't even promote it, blah, blah, blah. And like, so all I do know in our, was that we sent out multiple emails to all entrants about the giveaway. We promoted it on multiple company websites, including some of our partners sites promoted it on multiple Facebook pages. I mean, I'm not sure what else we're supposed to do, but <clears throat> when it comes down to it, none of that matters. What matters is that we had a winner. That's right. That's right. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm my focus for the remainder of the year so that our, um, our followers know I, I'm going to be 
over communicating, I guess, so that um, <laughs> we we are all are understanding. And you know, what's funny is because we we do get so many spam calls on our phone mm-hmm. and all of the emails and and it's very difficult. It's becoming harder to communicate with people because number one, a lot of these are our email filters and our spam filters and our, our call blocking technologies. It's very, very hard to communicate with folks. And, and I, I don't know how that's going to change or evolve. How do you get the messages that you want and not get the ones you don't? I don't well, know. The, the, the simple answer is that we're supposed to just take all messages, period. That we're not supposed to discriminate. That's right. actually that's actually hate. Discrimination <laughs> is hate. I'm sorry if you're discriminating against my call because you don't recognize me. You are um, you're discriminating against me. I mean, I could be a minority caller. Um, that's right. There is such you could a thing. Sue. As, I could. I mean, I could be a minority company trying to uh, with a minority caller. Um, by minority, I mean a small company, not um, not the color of your phone. The actual fact you are a small company. And if I don't answer you because I don't recognize you, I'm discriminating against you. And that's not fair. Let's be fair. That's not fair. Um, I think they should actually remove the ability to block calls. I think they should remove the ability to silence calls. And you should have to answer all calls. And if you don't answer all calls, maybe there'll be a premium charged to you by the phone company because they took the effort to process that call and get it to you. And you chose not to follow through. Therefore, it was a waste of time and energy on their part. And you should be charged for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're paying for service. Why would you not want to take in all of that awesome information? Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a guy from Nigeria or or a guy down the street trying to you know sell you a lawnmower that you ordered three weeks ago. <laughs> um, and you need to verify your credit card information with him directly in order to make sure that it gets delivered. And if it does need to be canceled, he also needs credit card information to verify <laughs> that he can cancel it properly. Those are all important calls. And again, the credit, the AT&T and Verizon took the effort to build a system to let you have that call. And if you don't choose that call, it's a, it's a detriment to their system and they should be able to charge you for that. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just like Gmail, uh, Gmail, Yahoo, um, Hotmail, all -hmm. of these mail systems, same Mm -hmm. deal. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're doing everything they can to get you that information from that, that person who's sending out the email Um, and it really it really is it really is a shame that we are choosing not to share our personal information with them i mean it really is a shame and quite frankly apple needs to be taken to court because the fact that apple has decided that all your personal information should not be shared with advertisers it's i mean you got to be kidding me this is like first amendment stuff right here they should be allowed it's free speech they should be able to share all the personal information you have with others that's free speech right right I mean, it's insane. I don't know. You know, I think it's really is discriminatory of what we what we're doing as people. I mean, especially as part of that vast white ring MAGA conspiracy, the ultra MAGAs, apparently MAGAs ultra MAGA. or ultra MAGAs. We're uh, yeah, part, yeah. Freedom lovers. That's just that's something wrong with that. Yeah, right. Right. I don't know, I don't know what Elon's thinking. Jesus. <clears throat> um. <laughs> You know what? Life would be a lot more fun as a Democrat because I could be a lot more. I could be a. I, it's so easy to be a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. Well, that uh, went way over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So you got a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, things are going crazy. Um, we just had a CTI day last Friday. We had a big sale, Memorial Weekend sale, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And uh, everybody got a chance to do that. Although I will say it's kind of interesting. And I received an email yesterday that that felt good to me because I got attacked a little bit on Facebook um, and in some other emails for running a sale on Memorial Day. Now, it's been pretty common. I mean, retailers have been doing Memorial Weekend sales forever, right? Now, our friends over at Factor 55 sent out an email saying they were not running a sale for Memorial, that they, they didn't believe in doing that. I was like, that's fine. You know, we've been doing it traditionally for a long time, and I think our customers expect it. So we did a full weekend sale. And then when it came to actual Memorial Day itself, you know, we just, we, I said, hey, it's the last chance, blah, blah, blah. And we had done a really nice video that was honoring, reminding people about the purpose of Memorial Day. And I've always taken it as a personal mission that I have this pulpit, I have this email list, I have this pulpit to customers. And I've tried to make uh, that as an opportunity to share a little bit of my insight about um, different holidays, right? Like I make sure to do a Columbus Day sale. I don't, there's a lot of back and forth about Columbus. I have personal beliefs about it, data that I've read. I don't think he's as bad as everybody says he was, but, or as the mainstream says he is, right? Uh, I always make sure to do a Washington birthday or at least try to celebrate Washington's birthday because I don't like the idea they separated it all up, made it just President's Day, right? right. Let's, let's celebrate individuals. Same with Memorial Day. I make it a fact or a, a point to make sure we separate Memorial Day from Veterans Day. Because many times you see people out there celebrating Memorial Day as if it's Veterans Day. Salute a veteran. Well, that's not what it is. It's about remembering the dead. Let's be frank. It's about remembering the dead. And I also want to make sure that they understand the value of what they've done, right? So I'll, I'll do a little point of it. Anyway, so I, I, I put out a message on that. I got a response from a staff sergeant who was deeply touched by how I was promoting it, how I was combining our video about Memorial Day with the sale and making sure that, to communicate that message. And in that email, he put a list of something like the six, seven, eight guys that had, that had served under him and lost their lives. Like he remembers all of these guys to this day from when he served. And he was a uh, staff sergeant Marine Corps. And he remembered each of these guys that had served under him. Um, and, and this is, you know, 20, 30 years ago, whatever. And they're still as real to him today as they were because they lost their lives. And he was very appreciative of what he did. And it, and it felt good to me because you do hear a lot of the vocal people like, well, this isn't what Memorial Day is for. I'm out putting flags on, on gravestones. That's what it's for. Like, that's awesome. God bless you for doing that, right? People celebrate Memorial Day in different ways. Some people celebrate it by uh, relaxing. Some people celebrate by adventures. Some people celebrate it by um, by doing that and honoring um, uh, funerals or going to events. And some do it by a sale or two. And we just shared it out there. But I just felt good because the staff sergeant really like reinforced it. It was okay that we were doing what we were doing. Because quite frankly, I was questioning it. Like, should I not do a sale on Memorial Day? Should I do it just the week days before or not do it that day of? I mean, what is the, what is the real path? Um, because some people can be so negative. Then I start asking myself the question, like, okay, of the people that actually are out there being negative about it, and it's hard to tell, but which of those people served? Which of those people actually are gold star families or served or sacrificed? Or are they just being, you know, are they just aggrandizing? Are they just standing up and being being virtue signaling? Maybe that's the the that's the current word, virtue signaling about it because making me feel bad for wanting to do a sale for my customers. 
I don't know. It's it's um you know and 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 for the folks that um have always wondered about why we do uh, our Moab adventure during Memorial Day, again it's we we do appreciate the folks that do have an extra day off. They they take that opportunity to do something with their family or friends or whatever. But that's also the reason why we don't run trails on on Monday. Um, we give that day to folks to celebrate or, or remember Memorial Day, however however they wish to. We, we run it on, on Saturday and Sunday, and then we give Sunday to, to them to be with their families or, or what have you. So, yeah, I don't know. I think everybody has their own, um, w- their own perspective uh, and, and how they choose to deal with certain holidays. For some, a holiday is a holiday, and all they know is they're not going to work, and so it's a party. I mean, it's uh, that really that's that's their that's their that's their prerogative, right? Right. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I think that it's it's important for companies to understand um, what the meaning is behind these holidays, and, and Metal Cloak always has, um, as does Modern Jeeper and, and ARS, and um, and even Factor Fifty Five. The fact they chose not to run a sale, um, you know, they're, they're still recognize that it's an important day. I don't know the sale thing gives Memorial Day lesser um, impact, if you will. Right. It's a holiday. People do sales on holidays all the time. We've, we've struggled with it with like Thanksgiving. Like I don't want people out there shopping on Thanksgiving. How right. do you one of the busiest days is almost as busy as Black Friday. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah. what are you also going to do if you've eaten all the turkey and you're sitting, uh, you know, sitting around the couch doing nothing except looking at your laptop and your phone and trying to buy stuff? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's right. face it. Football. Yeah, football. Right? I mean, Right, because everybody likes football. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's like the it's one thing I can't stand is watching football on Thanksgiving. I mean, that's just that's not my thing. I playing catch with a family, no big deal. Watching sitting down and watching football, not my thing. Then again, none of the yeah. none of the teams that play have ever been my team, so you know. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Just a reminder to all of our, our, our guys out there, our winner of our twenty thousand Ultimate Rocklander giveaway was Jeremy Wilhelm, which um we are working out details for him, and I believe we're going to try to get him on the podcast here um, in a few weeks. Once some other detail, all the stuff's been worked out so that he's like, you know, he's in touch with everybody and, and gotten all the products, uh, gotten at least gotten that process going so he can figure out his build. And then we'll do a, a do a, uh, a nice little interview with him and get him uh, get him on just see just see how excited it really is. Because I think right now he's still I think he's still recovering from a heart attack. So I agree too. And yeah. I, I think that, uh, I think a few folks were just like, wait a minute. What does that, is, yeah. was that yeah. me? Like, right. yeah. And for all, you know, we did say out, we did put out the rule. And if any of you didn't hear this and you had one and you thought, cause we gave a while of a little slide and there's a couple items that we haven't heard from, from the winners on. And if you did hear that, like we did say 24 hours from the live show, but because we had audio issues and we had other couple other things, we extended that to basically this last week, uh, which basically meant within 24 hours of the podcast going live. But we're we're you know it's not a big deal for us if you're on that list of people that that won, um, or you think you're on that list, or maybe you misheard, you thought you heard your name, just reach out to me, Matt's at Millclark.com, and I'm happy to talk to you. Um, otherwise, Jeremy Wilhelm gets the twenty thousand dollar big giveaway. Um, and talk about a guy who is thrilled. I mean, yeah, thrill, thrill, thrill. For sure. Yeah, and, he well, and, a- and uh, I, I hope to, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this yet, but um, for for our our followers and our listeners that were watching the live giveaway, um, 
course, that was my phone that was feeding to all of our Facebook channels. And then we had three additional phones feeding Instagram uh, live. So I know that the audio was was probably better on the Instagram feeds. And uh, the the issues that we had, um, again, were, uh, were jeepers. I mean, I kind of want to be a tech guy. But at the end of the day, um, I've got really good equipment, and sometimes I just don't know how to use it to its full potential. Okay. So, got, let this be clear: he's colorblind. One, <laughs> <laughs> um, he needs Fair. glasses too. I mean, I need glasses. We all need glasses. I, I get my wife handing me things saying, "Here, read this." And I'm like, "Yeah, no." Mm -hmm. My partner yeah. Aaron hands me stuff printed out from 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 our system. Oops, from our system, and goes here, and it's like hands me this piece of paper. I'm like. Why do you walk into my office with a piece of paper that I can only read with my glasses on? And it's, yeah, and it's and like, I mean, I, I've got like, I don't know, seven pairs of these mm -hmm. damn readers. Running right, around right. And still can't find them. Right, um, of course, but, that's, that's the history but of, I, of readers. I, Didn't you get after, a pair of those ones around your neck, though? What's that? Didn't you get a pair of those, one of those ones yes. that snap around yes. your neck like the real old guys wear? Yeah, the yeah. real old that <laughs> they like click together. There's a magnet that holds the nose piece. Um but yeah, so so we do know where our failures were. And of course, it was after the fact. We all got back to uh, the place we were staying in Flagstaff. And I went through, I don't know, a half dozen cords and microphones and was trying to figure out what the issues were. When you're dealing with a lightning cord uh, plug into an iPhone and you're running external mics, there has to be a certain number of rings on that little three and a half millimeter plug uh, in order to receive and hear it's a two-way two-way plug and and a lot of um, I have a lot of headphone jacks well that's just for listening that's one way there's only two little black rings on that three and a half millimeter plug so lightning to that that two ring is great for a set of headphones uh, and that's exactly what we had on the external microphone we were using rather than the three rings that needed to be used on uh for that external mic so apologize um all, I'm, I'm all the muffling sound you hear or heard in the was actually the fuzzy part of the boom mic the little wind protector hitting the phone itself <laughs> yeah it was hitting the phone it, we we were getting no sound actually through the microphone that was connected Nothing. at all Nothing. um but it was, it was pretty better amazing. off without the darn thing. But yeah, right. it was, we, that was good. We we got back to the house and we were doing a bunch of testing inside, and it was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Well, I, I wish I had problem. I wish I had pictures of that, guys, because Mike was Mike was on the behind him on the microphone, talking really softly into the microphone, but behind his back, like right, literally, like they were spooning in order to do this little test. Standing up, it was kind of funny. So yeah, I get a text was, just I just get a text just now from my wife, like you know, okay, what is it? What does she need? But no, she decides to send me. Um, I don't know if we can see it here. There we go. Ooh, yeah, pool time. The, the the kids, the kids in in pool time. Like this is what they're doing right now. As as daddy's here at work, is they're playing in um, in Nana and and, and Papa's uh, pool. That looks so, like way more fun. It does look like way more fun. Now this being said, we went to the pool on Saturday on Friday on Saturday. We didn't do Sunday. We didn't do Monday. Now they're doing Tuesday. Yeah, that's like four four pool days in the last five days. Not too shabby. <clears throat> Not too shabby. They get to go out and play in the pool like that. Yeah. So I'm 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 jealous. 
I'm jealous well, of kids. Is it okay to be jealous of your kids? It was who had the pool during the summer. Right. Like right. They were the popular kids. So. Right. <laughs> Every yeah. day. Yeah, I know. If we had a pool in our backyard, it'd have been a lot easier. But it's like it's down. It's like three minutes away at Nana and Peepop's house. That's the yeah. that's their grandparents' house, and that's okay. Except it's it's at like an old person's village or whatever, so not allowed to be loud. You know, but that's you know, so it's whatever <laughs> problems. Well, all right. Hey, so uh, anything else to talk about? I mean, we, we could probably go on for hours because we can, but mm-hmm. you guys have a lot I- to do. I got to give a shout out to um, to Jeremy down at, at Outlaw. Um, we bailed early in order to get back here uh, yesterday, and then he took a couple of our group out to uh, Hell's Revenge yesterday. Oh, wow. And uh, a shout out to one of our favorite people in Moab, uh, Danny Grimes. A shout out to Moab Ice uh, for supplying the the ice for for our event. And this girl right here. Um, you know, we wouldn't have had food. We wouldn't have had tables and chairs um, if it wasn't for her efforts. So, yeah, just just pretty cool. It was a great event mm-hmm. there. We're getting better. I will say that. I think that it's true. Uh, I think that the events are are definitely getting more comfortable for us as as you know, this was our fifth fifth Moab adventure, mm-hmm. I believe. So, yeah. And and again, we have some return people that show up and, and it's really fun to spend time with people and show them new things and new places. Um, I still, I love it. I love it. Um, I love the people and uh, you guys, if you're hesitant, you need to sign up for, for Tillamook, either Tillamook, the San Juans. Um, we're going to have Death Valley coming up with, there will be a Rubicon trip. So please watch the website and uh, yeah, pay attention to that. And of all you, he's mentioned he's mentioned Danny Grimes, uh, otherwise known as Grandpa. That is Modern Jeeper Show episode thirteen. I believe it was that long ago. Episode thirteen. 13. Wow. Episode thirteen. Wow. Uh, we did an interview with Danny Grimes in his garage. And if you go to modernjeepershow.com, um, and you can see the actual find the actual episode there, you can see actual pictures of his of his shop. Pretty incredible. But uh, episode thirteen, if you want to hear about this guy Danny Grimes, Grandpa, and you haven't. Uh, heard about him before pretty pretty amazing dude all right well hey yeah shout out to all of those thanks so much good job uh jesse and Corey for doing all the great work and uh yes jeremy for keeping things going and uh and for me just keeping the chair warm here at uh mc world headquarters keep the the wheels are turning in the back (laughs) that's right keep doing what we do okay yeah so i'm the little hamster in the wheel okay i get it With all that said, my friends, uh, and all the modern jeepers out there, you know how to reach out to us. Matt's at MetalCloak.com, Corey at MetalCloak.com, Jesse at MetalCloak.com. Reach us at ModernJeeperAdventures.com, or ModernJeeper.com. And, of course, we still have the Modern Jeeper Forum, a great place for you to go and share and talk and read and have questions in a non-judgment zone. Well, my friends, thank you again, Modern Jeepers. We'll see you on the trails. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in five Four, three, two, one.